It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Okay, let's get down to the brass tacks here. All right, let's do it. We are not in the same room. (laughs) Baddies, I don't know if you can tell, but something sounds and looks completely different about today's episode. Or maybe you can't tell, and maybe you just think to yourself, wow, I'm so happy to hang out with my two pals, yeah. Alejandro and Christian. Nonetheless. Because that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Is having a minute to talk about my favorite movie with my two pals. Yep. I don't care if it sounds like this or if it's through a tin can. Yeah, it could be through anything. I don't care if it's a written message attached to a pigeon's foot and delivered to me, mm-hmm. as long as it's mm-hmm. still ICBTB. And guys, look out for our future raven posts yeah ravens we're using ravens now (laughs) okay let's just tell the baddies real quick you guys your boy got covid and isn't your boy that's me that's why i got this robe on i i know it looks super pimp it's ralph lauren it's polo but it's my covid my covid robe uh because i've been super comfy in it um i've had it for a few days now not the robe covid um and (laughs) yeah it's uh basically been a bad cold uh because i'm vaxxed and waxed and boosted and shit dude we're playing it safe and we're still here to talk to you guys about a movie because that's how committed we are and and we would never let you guys down Never, no. So we're doing our very <laughs> first remote episode. Uh, so it's going to be kind of weird, but I'm excited nonetheless. I've been, I've been. ICBTR. I see. What is uh, what's ICBT remote? It can't be that remote. Uh, that's you. You're killing it lately with those acronyms, man. Destroying it. But let's uh, let's get down to it. This is our first remote episode in two and a half years, which is wild, and. Uh, we naturally came up with this movie that we're about to talk to on last, uh, on earlier this week on, uh, yeah, Tuesday for that highly relevant. Yeah. So, uh, this week we watched I robot, I robot. Damn. The thing about remote recording is that we're not going to be able to say shit at the same time. And that's like kind of our thing. Was that not at the same time? That did kind of sounded like it was at the same time on my end. Really? No, it's like, it, there was a, a long lag. <laughs> Oh man! I, know. I don't have a lag on my end. Really? Have a lag on my end. Crazy. Yeah. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty. Pa, 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 pa. It's yeah. No, no, no. I would say that's that's just us. I think we're used to talking to each other, but when we actually have to be in sync. Here's here's what I'm thinking though. What we still understand timing, no matter where we are. Time is still the same. So if we just go with our natural timing, I bet you. We'll still always line <laughs> up with us. How about this? At the end of the episode, we're gonna try to say. Uh, uh, a written sentence at the same time or a phrase and see how much it does line up in post. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely different. Or do you want to different like cadences and stuff? Do you want to try to welcome the baddies <laughs> right now okay. and yeah. just see what the fuck happens? All right. Two, three. Welcome, 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 welcome to welcome, another welcome. episode of ICBTB podcast. Also known as it can't be it that can't be bad. That remote. God damn it! This is not gonna work out. I think it's working. I think it's working okay. It might be working on your end. Oh, we'll figure it out. Let's talk about the movie. 
yeah, let's just do it. We'll just act like we are in the same room. Christian, yeah. you look good in that robe. Thanks, man. It's super soft. I wish you could touch it, but I don't want to infect you. That <laughs> sounds so depressing. <laughs> Dude, I've been spending so much time in my COVID den that is my bedroom with my blackout curtains. Oh, I don't know what time of day it is. <laughs> my parents are treating me differently. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just throw like holy water at you, and... <laughs> dude. I like my mom will make me tea, but leave it on the stairs. <laughs> hey, I left you tea on the stairs. She'll on text the me of, at the bottom of the stairs. The bottom of the stairs, so I still have to work to get down to it. <laughs> then I'm winded because one of the symptoms is short <laughs> breath. Yeah, and then she yeah, won't even yeah. look me in the eye. Are you getting hot? Is it warm in there? Are you cool? How's it going? Are you, do you feel okay? I feel good. I'm, all the laughing, this robe is insulating heat pretty well. I'll have to take it off later. Nice. Yeah. But, uh... Hi, robot. Rated PG-13. was recently released in the air, 2004. No iPhones at that time, so remember that. That's mm-hmm. why all the cell phones here look really weird. Um, has a runtime of one hour, 55 minutes. Uh, and it is a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. A fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a fifty-nine percent on Metacritic. Do you have it up on your computer? No, but I saw it last night. Uh, as eighty-eight percent of Google users that liked it. You were saying before we recorded that this is your favorite Will Smith movie. It's not my favorite Will Smith movie. I just said that it, I like it more than Wild Wild West, which <laughs> pissed you the <laughs> oh, hell man. off. That's <laughs> not right. That's not. <laughs> no, you know the CGI is way better. Granted, like it had a few more years of uh technology on it will smith is buff as hell he is arguably in, in the best shape of his life wild wild west he's pretty buff as well he's like slender buff you see his package what oh oh you're talking about the jacuzzi <laughs> scene in the beginning you know this movie way too well in this movie you almost see his package not that any of us really want to see will smith's package like they Twice in this movie, they did one of those vague shower scenes with both him and Bridget Moynihan. Oh, I do think it was really funny that his shower scene was like all butt. All butt. They're just really trying to show us how cheeky Will Smith is. <laughs> like that cheeky bugger. No one showers like that. Like stressed in the morning with one hand against the wall. They had to pose him. <laughs> he did his his arms did look pretty good though. His arms were pretty cut. <clears throat> Synapses coming at you. Right at you. In 2035, highly intelligent robots fill public service positions throughout the world, operating under three rules to keep humans safe. Despite his dark history with robotics, Detective Dell Spooner investigates the alleged suicide of U.S. robotics founder Alfred Lanning, and he believes that a human-like robot murdered him. With the help of a robot expert, Spooner discovers a conspiracy that may enslave the human race. I hope my neighbors (laughs) enjoy this movie (laughs) because I am right up on the walls (laughs) and I have to be at like a certain level. Otherwise, like I don't feel like I'm giving it my all. So they're getting a live performance right now. This is for you, baddies. If he gets a noise complaint, this is for you listeners out there. Honestly, Wendy's going to love it, but I think the people below us may not be super thrilled. Why the fuck are they talking about iRobot, one of the lesser Will Smith movies? (laughs) Movie is not as good as Wild Wild (laughs) West. 
<laughs> if they're those type of people, I'd say fuck off. You're going to listen to iRobot tonight. Budget of $120 million. That makes sense. Do you know how much money it made in its box office? $180 million. Lower? $353.1 million, sir. Everybody, this movie was um, like syndicated, especially in like um, later years. Because at first, scientists were like, uh, this this is not how robotics are ever going to be. This is really bad. But then as the years went on, people were suddenly like, oh, no, this is definitely how robots will be. If we give them the opportunity to build intelligence, this is exactly what will happen. It's Ultron. It's uh, it's all the same yeah. thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of turning into that. I remember you were telling me about, I don't know what company had done it, but they had put two robots in a room together. And within a short period of time, mm. they had formed their own language. Yep. And that's scary it already. Just turned them off. Yeah, of course, of course. And so, I <laughs> let's not deal with that. We've seen iRobot before. Uh, <laughs> so, they all turned off like, "Hey, you ever seen that movie iRobot?" <laughs> we almost made an, an iRobot movie come to real life at this moment. <laughs> we dodged a bullet. So you tell me, you really didn't like this movie that much? No, I no, I didn't say that. <laughs> Again. That's not what I said. I just said that I like Wild Wild West more. Okay. 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 Because this movie is dope. This movie is cool. But upon rewatching it now, I realize that it's 2035. That's like we said, only 13 years away from now. Yeah. They should have. They should have put the tent pole a little bit further away. Like it is. Uh. Maybe 30, 35. I don't. Know. Whoa! You think another thousand years it would have turned into this? Lake Michigan is entirely dried up and the bridge is collapsed. Yeah, that part may be ridiculous. Let's talk about the technology. Uh, let's just talk about the technology alone. You don't think, like, the robots would exist, can exist in 2035? Well, those are the fifth iterations of them. Yeah. Right, so by the time it's 2035, they've, bought, they've had robots for a solid, like, 50 years. Yeah. Yes. They, right? The first level the first is, like, what we have right now, where they're just, like, automated switchboards at like mcdonald's and shit and then the next step is gonna be like the ones that run the trains the fucking subways and the buses and shit wait unless you know, they're gonna be cooking our food okay but let's talk about iphones real quick <laughs> uh, right iterations yeah, of iphones come out every single year and we don't know at yeah. how what it, like what speed they're manufacturing new iterations of the robots right it could be faster than that man do you think this is in the same universe as bicentennial man Ooh, no. I'm going to say I, no. I like to think it might be. You just want to see Bicentennial Man fight Sonny, the robot. <laughs> Not fight. Just make like a beautiful gay robot family. Or just a platonic friendship. That's okay, too. They could have that. Whatever. Whatever they want. I don't know. I can't speak for them. They both have free will. They have to kiss. <laughs> um, um, this movie, honestly, has some incredible lines. I just wanted to, before we get too far into it, um, there's a couple of lines here that I just want you to know that this is the movie you brought to our attention. Uh, one of the lines that he says is, I must be the dumbest smart person you've ever seen. Oh, uh, he says, does he say that? I thought he, I, I thought he says to her, you must be the smartest or the dumbest smart woman I've ever met. And she says to him, you are are the dumbest dumb person I've ever met or some shit like that. <laughs> shit like, it's so funny. Says, you must be the dumbest smart person in the world. And she says, and you must be the dumbest dumb person in the world. <laughs> Incredible writing. Incredible. 
I also like when he's like, uh, I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. Out of all the things that he uh, is not afraid of, fighting off a hundred of these robots in a tunnel. Thousands. Thousands. Well, okay. the cars. Okay. <laughs> this is wild. Do you remember when they, when they lose the murder robot, right? Because the robot kills the CEO of USR. Yes. And uh, they go into the room of storage robots. And they just pull up the computer and they're like, how many robots are in here? And it's like, 1,001. <laughs> it's off by just one. It's like, he's got to be in here. <laughs> There's one. That was crazy. Oh, what, after they killed the uh, Dr. Lanning, the, the doctor. Yes. Okay, yeah. And he's already like on the hunt for the murder robot. That was really cool, though, because he... He was testing their ability to obey the three laws, and the three laws are to protect humankind and uh, to do whatever they're told as long as it doesn't harm humankind, right? And so he goes into that room. Yeah, read them. Would you like me to read the the, the, the three laws of robotics? Yes. Okay. Law number one, a robot may not hurt a human. Law number two. I'm actually kind of pulling this out of my butt. Hang on a second. Oh, I was like, I don't think it was that short. First law is that a robot shall not harm a human or by or by inaction allow a human to come to harm. The second law is that a robot shall obey any instruction given to it by a human. And the third law is that the robot shall avoid actions or situations that could cause it to come to harm itself. Pretty. What do you think about those three rules? I feel like they're intentionally vague. But also, like later on, well, I don't know why we have. I don't. I just don't know why we have to give robots like personalities and stuff like that. Like, let's just make them to like build cars and don't, don't put a face on it. Don't give it a name. It's just yeah. like this is a robot that builds cars. Where we're at right now in robotics, I think we're at a pretty good. We don't need to be putting faces. Yeah. On robots. At that point, it was like once this fifth. What what were the robots called here? Do you remember? N5s. NS5s, right? Something like that. NS5s. There's yeah. NS4s. The NS4s. They they were fine. Like from the movie Robots. Yeah, they were basically those. Right, they kind of looked like... Yeah, they essentially. They drove the taxis, they had all the good stuff figured out. But then this new iteration, the NS5s, when they actually have faces and uh, can actually emote micro-expressions and whatnot, a little scary. I mean, yeah, I mean, would you... <laughs> Do you want one of these things in your house, bro? No, I'll just stick with a Roomba. I'll stick with a Roomba, dude. Like uh, more than that, it's a little too much. An I Roomba. An I. Oh, the I. The Roombas are called I Robots. Actually, the brand of them. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's crazy. But I don't you, know. Uh, United States Robotics is a company. Wait, what? Yeah, USR is a real company. You're kidding, really? Like word for word. Well, it is an action. It is an actual legitimate company that does robotics, but. They're not doing this shit. Like, this movie just happened to come out at the same time, and they're like, yeah, go ahead, use the fucking name. Whoa, that's insane. There was Speaking of which, there was a lot of product placement in this movie. What? Yeah, like, what? five minutes in. It was in, so subtle. It, it was, was so subtle. Dude, the Chuck Taylors. If it was, if it was in this movie, I got to say, if there was product placement in this movie, like a silent fart, my friend, I didn't notice it ever. To that stood out were chuck taylor's he was wearing converse mm-hmm. the converse that he wore he said these are vintage 2004 which were very dope the the leather black and white chucks and the second one is like the only cars that existed were audis 
the Audis looked like Teslas. And the the mechanics on these Audis, the self the self driving seemed like it was way better than what Tesla is right now with like autopilot. Oh, and like, why would they ever let him drive? Because as soon as he as soon as he gets in control of the car, he almost slams into the back of a truck. Yeah, people are so upset at him for well, you were driving it manually, crazy. Here's what I say to those people: What? Get in the slow lane. I don't know if there's a slow lane. Every car is going 300 mph. <laughs> oh, these cars are going ridiculously fast. And then, like, um, the robot transport machines don't have wheels. They have, like, just spheres. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Those look like um, vehicles from Star Wars. Do you remember, like, in... I was just going to say... Attack yeah, of the Clones? Up. Yeah. And then there's three layers of robots. Yes. Like the ending battle of Phantom the- Menace. <laughs> pretty sure that's where they got the idea but during that whole scene do you remember um the car spinning he was like he just held onto the steering wheel and he just kept on turning it and it turned into a beyblade and it was going so fast and that's when the robots are smashing the windshield right and they're trying to get into his car yeah and they're like you be careful you are experiencing a car accident real quick one second i have to charge my laptop i forgot to plug in the charger i'll be right back oh my god i know <laughs> all right and i'm back where were all we? right and snap a doodle do um we were just discussing the finer points of if you would make love to a robot i would not <laughs> I, it seems impossible was it cheating if you slept with a robot would melissa consider that cheating yeah i would think i don't know is a vibrator technically a robot? No. I mean, yes. Then every time a woman uses a vibrator, is she cheating? I don't think so. I don't know. If Melissa walked in on me, like, you know, eyeing a Roomba. If, if it has a face, again, that's what makes <laughs> it weird, right? If you had, like, an ex machina robot, then then that's kind of like, that's like, that's really, that, that looks like a person, okay? Like, you know what you're doing. But if you just have, like, um, a, a, a square device you know what i mean i'd be more worried about the person <laughs> doing stuff to a square device as opposed to the person <laughs> doing stuff with the girl from ex machina that seems more like i'm more worried about that person's well-being at that point like what are you doing with that square thing it's not a vibrator it's not a flashlight nope. it's just nope. a fucking cube <laughs> yeah does that answer your question? I'm a wiener in it. I'm a wiener in it. I like this. Like a metal Rubik's Cube? I wouldn't know what. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so I, robot. Yeah, so I, robot. Yeah, the... What did you think of the other characters? Like Bridget Moynihan, who is essentially the girl who is in charge of giving the robots personality. So... She's also Lanning's daughter. Was she Lanning's daughter? Yeah, didn't you see the picture that he took from his office? Oh, I thought they were just like homies or something like that. She not <laughs> once called her him dad. <laughs> she not once. She always referred to him as Dr. Lanning. Are you sure you watched the right movie? You're fabricating relationships. <laughs> no, dude, that's what the picture on his office desk was of. That doesn't mean that that's his. She was not that devastated about his death. <laughs> Every time I've ever seen this movie, I've always thought she was his daughter. Oh, uh, and Shia LaBeouf was Will Smith's son. 
No, but they do have a cool connection. Shia LaBeouf actually, you know, didn't get enough screen time. No, he he didn't. I thought there was going to be a point where he fought more. Well, I just, okay, well, when they have, like, the humans versus the NS5s. Yeah. And the humans are like, we have bats and sticks. <laughs> yeah. And the robots start, like, flinging human bodies 30 feet into the air. Yeah, there has, there's a, uh, a huge amount of casualties that are not shown on screen because it's PG-13. But there's dead people. There are people that died that Everywhere. night. Yes. That, that is a night that will go down in history. Like, everything will be pre the robot revolution and post robot revolution. Like, they're going to redo AD and BC with that. Or that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because what's going on with at the end of the movie, and I know we're jumping with Sonny being the messiah of about 1 million NS5s. Where are they going to go? Are they going to build their own society? Who knows if they're not going to revolt again? Right. Let's take it. Uh, let's take it the exact opposite. What happens when apes got super smart? Planet of the Apes. Someone I do want to give credit to is whoever voiced Sonny, because Sonny. Alan Tudyk. Who? Alan Tudyk. Who's that? He was uh, the pirate guy from Dodgeball. He was oh! the big robot from. He's like my alien next door. He does everything. He does a lot of voices. Um, he's fantastic, Sonny was a great character and wow, i actually this, cared this, for sunny what sunny is i'm sorry alan trudick has a filmography that is longer than my arms my friend <laughs> includes video games television movies it's uh theater web shows he's, he's done everything he wrote a comic book no, he was well. He was fantastic. I mean, the the voicing, and I don't know if they did uh, mocap on him for the facial expressions. Yeah, they did fantastic, and for something that came right. out in two thousand and four, it was. I think it was well done. This one, and um, I think his, what's what's the little goblin from the ring thing you like? From the ring, the little goblin from the ring thing that I like. I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I. <laughs> If I was in the same room as you, motherfucker, that is fucked up. Smeagol, Gollum, from Lord of the Gollum. Rings is what you're talking about. Yes. Not the goblin thing from Thank the ring you. thing. That is the most confusing <laughs> sentence ever. Gollum, played by Andy Serkis, another fantastic the guy. The technology that they used to get him in that movie is the same they used for Alan Trudick making this robot. No wonder it looks fantastic. It, it look, it, I don't want to say that it could pass for a movie that could come out today. But I think it's aged well. What do you think? The only well, okay. The only reason why I don't think it aged well is because it's like twenty thirty five. Again, it's like, well, we're, we're nowhere even close to that. That's why I think it should have been thirty thirty five. And then you would have believed that more. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's like in the past. There's always movies when they write movies like about the near future. They always choose a year that we end up surpassing. We're like, it's, it's nothing like that. Like 2001 well, Space Odyssey, cars. right? Or uh, 2012. <laughs> like, that never <laughs> happened <laughs> with John Cusack. Or yeah. did it? Oh, and we just don't know about it. And life is just a simulation. I don't know. We all could be brains in jars, bro. Eh, whatever. I'm happy about it. And if you could fool me and I'm still happy, I don't care. I'll be a brain in a jar. Have I got a movie for you, sir? It's called The Matrix. <laughs> oh, man. The robots do end up like revolting, and it's and it ends up being a like a bait and switch because it's not even the bad guy robot who 
he's the bad guy. Yeah. It ends up being like the Jarvis system of the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking like, oh, is this as predictable as I remembered it? Is it going to be the CEO of USR that's the mastermind behind all of this stuff? No, but he's just as pissed. The guy died. And, you know, he was just like, I'm losing my company. It is, I'm hoping it's just one bad robot. But it he's turns out it's Vicky, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, and it is Vicky. Um, um, Vicky is, you know what? Vicky is Ultron. Like if Vicky and Ultron got together, they would – they could destroy the multiverse. Oh, I believe it. I mean, and it's pretty fascinating that the only thing that could take down Vicky were the nanites that he injects at the very end, which was the craziest scene, like the order of events that have, that occurred. And do you remember how it was that um, the girl didn't, the doctor, excuse me, the woman doctor, uh, <laughs> didn't kill Sonny? You know how she, you know how they did that? Yeah, Doctor Calvin. She uh, she had turned off the security system and then swapped mm-hmm. Sonny with a whatever other robot. Just like a random, what? Is, but that random robot's like last thoughts were like, "Hey, what's happening?" <laughs> what's, what's I thought I was watching that guy die, and now I'm here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I got a wife and kids, Doctor Calvin. Or, or do you think Sonny's watching and being like, "Damn, it's that easy for you to kill a robot?" Huh? Also, is this movie pushing that prejudice is good? Because I'm pretty sure at the end of it, Will Smith is like. It's a good thing I was prejudiced against robots. <laughs> it's a good thing. Good thing that I had this negative bias toward that kind. <laughs> I think that's why they casted Will Smith because he's black and they're just like, okay, just so we don't seem too racist here or people think that this robots. is an analogy for that. But it, they did kind of put some emphasis of just like, Dr. Lanning chose you, Spoon, because he knew that you hated robots. <laughs> just like, well, good thing. What kind of multi-spoken Casablanca logic is that where they're just like, you know who could solve this case the best? Somebody who hates the victim. Let's break it down real quick. So Vicky, a.k.a. Girl Ultron, was holding Dr. Lanning, a prisoner within the USR facility. And the only he was able to fix up Sonny so that Sonny was able to hold secrets and have human emotions. And he made Sonny swear to kill him in hopes no, that... to do a favor. To do a favor. And the favor was killing him. And so with that, Sonny was like, well, I'm, I, he made me swear. Sonny pushes him out the window. And this is also that Dr. Landing had this crazy fucking plan of like, all right, Will Smith will find my body. Will Smith will find my... Uh, hologram and will smith will be able to no 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 what? no no. upon death that video plays and it says find me detective spooner uh-huh. that's what they said Crazy. so you were you you made everything you've explained everything to me up until this point this is the first mistake that that i think that because it's not like how did he get will smith that was his plan the whole time like he had set up the hologram to you know, get Spooner. Specifically Spooner is who he wanted. And Specifically Spooner. Those holograms are pretty interesting because he's programmed within them. Like only he can only answer specific questions. And if he ans- sure. asks the wrong question, then he's like, I can't answer that. That's not in my library of answers that I've programmed. 
That's dumb. At least when like Superman met Jor-El in the Fortress of Solitude, Jor-El could have a real conversation and he had all of his memories. It was like he got to meet a real person. Well, I feel like, no, I thought it was cool that there were some restrictions to this or else the movie would have ended so fast. They would have just been like, all right, Dr. Lanning, who killed you? Vicky. <laughs> okay, credits. And then no one would have grown from it. Did any wait? But did anybody grow from this movie, anyways? Spooner. Everybody Do- kind of. Everyone pretty much goes back to the exact same place. No, Doctor Calvin. Doctor Calvin now is not some two-dimensional smart woman. She now has, I think, feelings. Yo, she was getting a little touchy-feely with Will Smith later on in the movie when he walked out shirtless. She was like, "Oh, you've you got a robotic arm." No, I don't blame her, but she got up real close. She didn't have to like feel because when they're actually on set, she's just feeling a human arm at the end of the day, <laughs> just squeezing his muscles, and he's just describing. And now she's touching his ribs. She's getting lower and lower. <laughs> They didn't show that part in the movie where she actually lowers her hand and squeezes his ass. <laughs> Just like a little oil check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you think um, if this movie was more focused on Shia LaBeouf and what he was doing the whole time, it would be better? Do you think it's like essentially a Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift? No, That's I, think what I think it would be more of like a a dystopian Aladdin because I don't think he he's just like stealing... <laughs> His I think way that's through escape from New York. <laughs> yeah, it, then yes, it'd be more like Escape from New York. Because he's just like, "Hey, oh, Spoon, dude. can I borrow your uh, car? Because I got a fine ass honey. She's so fine, man." And he's always like, "Stop cussing." What is he even saying? No yeah. clue. I think he's just trying to be cool. Is what it is. Well, he's doing it. Did you like uh, Bridget Moynihan, the girl that played uh, the female doctor? Uh, Doctor Calvin. Doctor Calvin, yeah. No, I don't like her. She used to date Tom Brady. <laughs> Weird piece of research that I that I did. I don't know. It's like one of like it's the first thing that pops up if you type in her name. It's like Bridget Moynihan and then Tom Brady. And then like Bridget Moynihan, Tom Brady kid. <laughs> so I think they have a kid together. I don't know, man. I liked her. Well, you know what? Hey, good for her. Good for I her. What she's doing now. I don't think she's doing much now anymore. What is Will Smith doing now? Well, he just came out with that King Richard movie. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he's nominated for Best Actor, so he's doing doing pretty good, man. He ain't gonna win. And probably not. He's up against like Denzel. He's up against uh, Javier Bardem. He's up against some heavy hitters, man. If I could change one thing about this film is the robots yeah. that like do most of the heavy lifting because he meets like a demolition robot. Yeah, uh, and then like he, there's of course the taxi driver robots. And I was just watching right before Book of Boba Fett, so I might be getting those robots mixed up. But okay. there's a lot of robots in my day today. I've had a lot of robots in my day. Interesting. And um, robots fuck everything up. Well, I think that's the message that they're trying to send here. Like robots, if you, if not controlled, well, robots that are too advanced can obviously lead to like a revolt like this. I think it's obviously some black mirror analogy that they're trying to pose upon us. Right. Correct. So, so my question is Sonny or the Terminator T-100. Ooh. Terminator. I think because, well, it depends on the scenario because what, 
the Terminator lacked that Sonny does that Sonny has is uh, the ability to comprehend the ability for human emotions and like very well. Like one of the best parts of this movie is how it's how we how Sonny notices Will Smith wink at the chief mm. early on in the movie mm. and then uses it later on to trick Vicky and the other robots, right? And I thought that was like that's that's really fun. That's cool. That's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> Him learning how to wink. <laughs> pretty fun. I'm glad it's like he's learning how to be human. Yeah, I mean or like he's like appreciating a lot of the small things that Will Smith is talking about like um Will Smith is saying anything's normal for uh, someone like you. And he says, oh, I appreciate that you called me someone and not something. Someone, not something. Mm. So good, right? I would have, it would have been funnier if Will Smith was like, oh, sorry, <clears throat> something. Yeah, I just corrected himself at the very end of it. Or at the end, he's like talking to him and uh, Sonny's asking, will I be arrested? And... Oh yeah, he's like no. It's, it's what that what I got from that scene is that he is proving that his prejudice was right. He's like no, only humans can do murder. You're not a human. Oh right. But say <laughs> like, to save him, I think the the thing was, and that's why Will Smith winked at him. At the end, he says, "I know that you're more than just a robot, but since you." are a robot actually and physically you can't be arrested how hypocritical is it of will smith to be like a cyborg himself and hate robots i think that's why he also isn't happy with himself man he knows that he's a hypocrite he knows he's unhappy yeah man because he hates that i think it's also a reminder of like i think he hates part of himself because his robotic arm is a reminder of that night when uh, of the car crash when the NS4 saved him instead of the instead of Sarah, the twelve year old that was also in the car drowning, and he Which thinks about that constantly. Correct choice on that robot's part. He saved the person who was like a cop with the life and like has a job and things to do. You know, what I mean, so I have no problem with that robot. No, that's I think it the... Took the most logical. It took the most logical aspect of who it has to save, and it saved the detective who like. Oh, and that's the point. It was like the, the logical. It like it's it was the logical choice. But the thing about being human is to sometimes throw rationality out the window and push some hard hard into it and save the twelve year old girl that wants to be a dentist. <laughs> Please save the kid. If I was like the president of the United States. Um, let's choose a more prestigious job. Let's let's say if I was like a surgeon, uh, <laughs> you are so crazy in your like level of prestige and jobs. Um, let's say like a, a school janitor. Let's just say the guy that drives a garbage truck. Let's say I was that guy, super prestigious. Okay, uh, that versus like a first grader that has dreams of being something big. It's always better to save. I don't know me as a twenty-eight year old man, jaded. <laughs> But a, an eleven-year-old, hope. This movie is about hope. Thank you, Barack Obama. This movie is about hope. I'm not gonna try it. That's really good. That Thank was you. really good. That was really good. Thank you. Um, um, you got a best person on set award? Um, it's gonna go to the guy that plays Sonny. What's his name? Alan Trudick. Yeah, Alan Trudick. <laughs> 
Turdick. Alan Turdick. Algin? Algy Turtle Dick. I'm gonna give mine to the I'm gonna give mine to the color green because clearly this whole movie was filmed on green screen. And uh, that nice. did the most heavy lifting. You're gonna give it to an inanimate object. Best person on set. I like how progressive you are. Nice. Nice. Really good. Uh, shout out to Will Smith for being really fucking buff. Like, his chest is huge. Did you read the little fun fact that uh, at one point in the movie, he's like, oh, I'm always saving people. I'm always saving the world in my movies. When they when that happened at the premiere, as soon as the lights came on, Jaden, little Jaden Smith turned to his dad and goes, Dad, maybe you shouldn't save the world in every movie. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so cute. That's great. 2004 Jaden. That was the best one. Uh, when did Pursuit of Happiness come out? Was it right after this or something? 2006 or something? Not shit? right after. 2006. Nice. Wow. <laughs> what? Nice. 2006. Nice. <laughs> Good nice. year. Nice. That was fun, bro. 2006. That was great. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> finally made a few friends. Nice. <laughs> Wait, how come you were in the eighth grade and I was in the seventh grade? Wait, it depends on what year you're talking about. Like, you know, how <laughs> a grade spans over two years. Okay. Cool. What do you want to rate it? I give it a 3.5. It's 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 getting a two out of five for me. Two out of five, so you do think this movie's that bad? I liked it. It's I enjoyed as, it. It's not as good as Wild Wild West. Okay, don't compare it now. But the action here is cleaner than in Wild Wild West. The when Sonny is fighting off other robots, when he is running down the hallway, sees two other robots, and he turns into this AI torpedo. Crazy, incredible. Or like the first time we see Sonny pop out in the scientist's uh, laboratory and it scares the, the shit out of people. Yeah, that, that scene. And he jumps out and he lands on like, he does like a Spider-Man land in the middle of the USR building. Incredible. When Sonny pops out again in the line of robots, <laughs> when there's like a thousand and one of them. <laughs> so good. So good. If he's so smart, why does he like, huh? Ooh. Because he's still... He still has being human and having that level of curiosity, I guess it comes with its own flaws. I also would have liked to see if like if the bullet went through the first robot into the next one and just like four robots fall down. It was like, oh, would have been cool. Would have been cool. Oh, man. Well, that's all I got for you, Pirate. All right. 2035. That's in 13 years. This movie is accurate. Lake Michigan will dry up. We better get up. working on these robots. Yeah, we better get yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> and Lake Michigan, not only does it dry up, but it turns into a landfill. Yeah, man. It's just full of all of those uh, storage units, full of NS4s. Is Sunny Robot Jesus? Is this not only an analogy for, uh, uh, for prejudice, or is it also an analogy for the Bible? Messiah film. And this is why we do this show, baddies. Oh my god, wait, they do make a reference to Jesus, though. What? When? Because they're like, uh, do you remember when he's doing the Jack in the Box scene? Uh-huh. When he's looking for the robot, he's talking to Dr. Calvin. Dr. Calvin's like, um, robots can't kill, it's impossible. It's like saying a human could walk on water. And Will Smith goes like, well, there was one who, one guy who could oh, a yeah. long time ago. Subtle, very subtle. <laughs> no, that's all I got. Baddies, you guys know where to find us. Um... 
if you know my address, mail me some vitamin C, OJ. I am feeling like pretty much over it. I'm just like slightly, slightly blocked up right here. That's all. Yeah. And um, right here. Yeah, like right, right, right here. Maybe take your glasses off. Oh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> Tell me if I take my glasses off, I'll test negative. You look like a panda. That's <laughs> top. <laughs> All right. Well, you know where to follow me. Call underscore me, Jesus. Yeah. Follow the podcast at ICBTB Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Go on our website, ICBTB.com. All right. And what phrase do we want to end the episode with? Because we said we're going to try to say something at the same time. We're going to say um, cats. Do you like them? Okay. Count me off. And one, two, scared they do, they do. Cats, do you, do you like, like them? Oh, come on. I didn't understand that was going to be the cadence of it. Cats, do you like them? I thought it was going to be cats, <laughs> do you like them? Wait, fuck it. Whatever. Bye, baddies. One, one two, two, one, two, two three. Four. Cats, do you like them?